I could go into heavy detail, and I will, and I will go into heavy detail. Heavy detail, the podcast for movies we could go into heavy detail. Hey guys, you know what it is. I forgot to start recording, but it's pretty early on, so it's not as bad. But this episode, I had my friend Kara Marie on as a guest, and we talked about Spider-Man and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, you got paid? <laughs> okay. I got money? <laughs> <laughs> um, my radio station, we had like a board of made up of students and... Um, the board members ran different departments. So we had um, a music department, a talk department, news department, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. So I started out as I joined the news department. I started out as like a volunteer reporter because I'm a journalism major. Uh-huh. And then my uh, senior year of college, I got hired as the news director. So Whoa. I did that. I got paid to do that. <laughs> and then on the side, just for fun, I had my own radio show. Um, I did it Monday nights at six o'clock. I don't know why I picked that day and time. It just seemed like a good time. Monday at Um, five. Yeah, there we go. Um, And it was called Peanut Butter and Jams. What kind of music did you guys play? Um, Basically, well, my whole thing, my little like catchphrase on the show was like, if it's a jam, I'll play it. So I didn't really have... A set type of music that I played it was just like I have all the playlists saved on my Spotify so I can actually look right now um so some of it was just random stuff sometimes I don't know it was just random stuff that I liked or I would do themes so one of the last weeks I did before COVID shut my whole school down was um, (laughs) yeah rip I did every song had the word dance somewhere in the title um during like international women's month i just did a playlist i did songs just all by women <laughs> oh um, that's like um there's a show here called two specific tunes where she just has like theme playlists like i think she, there was like one she was like they all like have to do with like the color blue or something like that yeah that was kind of what i did they all had kind of a loose theme just because i like doing that but sometimes if i couldn't think of something i would just call it random and play that but yeah it was really fun uh, it's actually just where you listen to me talk, and this is my favorite music. That's it. <laughs> um, so I start off with a weekly question, and okay. the question that I have for you is, what is your opinion on onions? Onions? Just in general? Yeah. I like them. I see them as a necessity to most dishes. What kind of, what's like your favorite way to have like your onions? Um, I think... I don't, I really like onion rings. I don't think I eat them nearly enough. Um, I think just fried onions are so good. Okay, here's my thing about onion rings. You take one bite and the onion is just gone. That's true. It does all kind of come out in a loose thing. They need to like restructure that. Thank you. Uh, But I think just putting them in like, you you can put them in soups. You can put them in sauces. You can put them in stews. So true. (laughs) They're just so versatile and I think they make things taste good I feel that same way about garlic garlic and onion the smell of sauteing garlic and onion nothing like it oh yeah my mom will just like saute garlic and onion and I'm like what are you making she's like I've barely even started I'm like well it smells good smells fire yeah 
Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man. Um, what, when did you start just like loving Peter Parker? Um, that is a great question. I would say, well, I remember before I was into Marvel, um, I heard about Tom Holland being brought on for uh, Captain America Civil War. And I looked him up and thought he was so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't, I didn't really see anything about him. Like I, I kind of looked around Twitter, looked around Tumblr or whatever, and nobody was really talking about him, which I probably just didn't look hard enough. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know anything about him. I know nothing about Marvel. I've seen Iron Man 1 and that's it. What? And then, yeah. And then fast forward. This is kind of a grim story. Fast forward <laughs> 2017. Um, <laughs> it's summertime. It's the summer before my sophomore year of college. My dog has just died. <laughs> no. So my parents and I were really obviously sad. And yeah. the three of us were like, we need to get out of the house and we need to go do something to take our minds off this crushing sadness. So I said the new Spider-Man came movie came out, Spider-Man movie came out and it looks <laughs> really good. And I'd seen the commercial for it. And again, I was like, that boy is really cute. <laughs> so we went and we saw Homecoming and I really, really liked it. So um, I came home and yeah, I just really liked it. And then at college, I was, I got lucky that that was when a lot of Marvel movies were coming out and it was starting to get like a really big following among people our age, college kids because they would play the movies at my school's like student union theater and really? my roommate was into it. Yeah, my roommate was into it. Her friends were into it. So we would see the movies together and my roommate and I, every weekend we would watch two of the movies together because we wanted to get through it in time to see Black Panther, the whole uh, Marvel universe. So it just kind of was very good timing that Homecoming came out, I saw it and then I just got interested and everybody around me was into it. So it was really helpful. But yeah, Homecoming, that is how I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. That's interesting. And that's like your, was that your first like just immersive experience of just like Peter Parker at all? Um, I remember seeing Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies when I was young, but I never have seen Andrew Garfield's, no. which I feel, I feel very nervous admitting that because everybody has strong opinions on Andrew Garfield. Because but... he's everyone's <laughs> favorite person ever. I love Andrew Garfield, but I've never seen his Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah, that is my that shameful. That is so fact shocking to me. I know. I'm oh ho- I hope you still like me after this. I'm learning so much about you this week. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, Kari learned that I'm blonde, even though she's seen me a couple times via video. <laughs> I thought I thought you were like brunette, like dark well, brunette. Well, I am, but I have I have highlights. <laughs> well, okay, it looks very blonde last night. <laughs> Maybe in the light that I was standing in, it was very blonde, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I was I was a big Marvel fan. I um I don't know how. I just feel like I've always known about Peter Parker. It's like it's just like some god was like you are going to know this. <laughs> uh kid from queens and i'm like okay he's perfect um and then i did watch like the toby movies as a kid they don't really stick out to me i'm sorry um because he just wasn't that attractive um 
And then <laughs> I I judge movies based on how hot Spider-Man is. Well, when you're like a kid watching movies and you don't like can't, you can't tell what makes a movie good. You're like, well, if they're hot, then I'll it remember. It. Um, and then I remember watching the Andrew Garfield ones and I was like, this is everything. This is he is I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then when Tom Holland came in, it was interesting. I actually my parents when I was like a kid were watching the impossible um and I didn't realize that was him when I saw him in civil war um impossible I will never finish that movie I'm sorry I know it's like really critically acclaimed but spoiler um there's this part where the mom like this because like they're caught in a tsunami right and like this debris Mm -hmm. like chops her boob basically um, no way. Yeah. Um. Like it. Like impales it or something. I don't know. Like it was very gory, and I was just like, ever since then, I have this fear of my like, sorry, my boobs being cut off. Oh, um. No. Even if I have a love hate relationship with them, I'm still like, um, that was so <laughs> gory. I still wouldn't want that to happen to me. Yeah. Also, I was like a kid when I saw that, so I was like, <laughs> that is really traumatizing. I didn't know that was in the movie. That is wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I remember seeing him in Civil War, and I'm like, um, he's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, looking up interviews, and, of course, like, everyone else be like, he's British? What? <laughs> I don't know. He was, he was so, I was so convinced he was American. He was American? Yeah. Like, when I watched that movie, I was like, he's really, well, he's really good at his job, obviously. His accent is, he's really good at the American accent, especially, like, the... New York accent. Oh, yeah. This is a little to- off topic, but I remember I was watching this interview, not this interview, is when he was on his dad's podcast, and he was talking about, like, um, Devil All the Time, because there's no Devil All the Time, like, interviews, and it's mm-hmm. so- <laughs> I trust everyone, this is so funny to me, but, like, basically how Tom goes, like, into this thing, he's like, oh, yeah, like, it's very important having, like, proper training in your accents like you can really tell when someone puts the work in and then on that same movie you have Robert Pattinson he's like yeah I fired my dialectic coach I just went into it this is so funny to me (laughs) Robert Pattinson's accent in that movie I don't know who he was trying to imitate I don't know where they told him his character was from (laughs) (laughs) I thought it worked (laughs) oh that was crazy I I just desperately I was so upset that it came out during COVID because I wanted to see Robert and Tom in like an interview and seeing them interact. The just, utter chaotic energy. Yeah, they're that would, so opposite. The room would explode. Tom is like, I take my craft seriously, and Robert's like, um, I was in Twilight and I bashed it the entire time. Yeah, nothing. He's like, I have a very weak grip on reality, so <laughs> try me. Uh, I'm obsessed with Robert Pattinson the way that I want to study him. He is, did you read that story about how he had a stalker? Yes. So he invited her out to dinner with him and then she was like, oh, I actually don't like you anymore because you're weird. <laughs> he like successfully scared his own stalker away. I want to be that insane. Same. I really do. I really admire that. Yeah. Sorry. Back to homecoming. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I have a little confession to make. Okay. I hated it when I first watched it really because okay so i watched it with my best friend at the time in theaters and i think it's it's also the reason why i don't watch trailers anymore because um i i watched a trailer for it i watched one trailer 
And you know those, like, total 90s movies? Like, what was that one movie that I was in? It was The Graduate, where that trailer, the, like, those 90s trailers, they spoil the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. so that, the trailer that I watched for Homecoming was exactly like that. Like, it spoiled the whole movie. Um, like, it, it showed, like, oh, he's Spider-Man. It showed Michael Keating as um, the Vulture. The vulture mm-hmm. and it showed really yeah it showed that scene with michael keating being Liz's dad like opening the door at prom That's or whatever me. homecoming sorry <laughs> spider-man prom come on you have one um, job <laughs> i just like um so i was like okay like i didn't think it was gonna spoil the whole movie and then i watched the movie and i was like i feel like i've already seen this because i've watched That's that trailer thanks yeah i'm surprised that they put the michael keaton part in because i will never forget being in the theater and when when he opens the door and you see it's him and everybody in the theater just goes, <gasps> yeah, and you're like no, oh no, it's such a good moment. Like I get goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, it's a big important twist. So when I first watched it, I was like, um, everyone loves this movie. I hate it. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> well, you would think that Marvel is so insane about spoilers. They would monitor their trailers a little better. Um, have you seen everything they're doing? No, I have. <laughs> makes me so upset i okay um anyone that knows me i love peter parker like literally um he's the blueprint he's honestly like my type of guys peter parker and they're just like if you see so upset how much they're like ruining his whole franchise um i don't even know if i want to watch no him to be honest this is really controversial of me to be saying this on air it's coming i like i forgot that it was coming out it's coming out soon and it's i was just like oh the 17th yeah. Like, that's, I was just like, oh, it's it's coming out, right? Like, with Far From Home, I like, 2019, I'll never forget. And, like, I knew you then. I remember us talking about it and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. And now I'm like, oh, the new one's coming out. Like, I, I, I think multiple things happened. Like, A, Homecoming was just so good. It was such a good debut movie for the character of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Let's talk about that. Um, Okay. <laughs> so, like, what to you is, like, the best... Oh, this is a little... I'm just jumping around over. Sorry. Um, what to you is, like, makes this movie, like, so good? I don't even... I mean, maybe it's just nostalgia, just in general. It just makes me think of, like, a really good time where... <laughs> after my dog died, where, I don't know, seeing the movie, becoming interested in Tom Holland. I'm so sorry for having, laughing at that. <laughs> that's okay. It's been a couple of years. It's okay. Um, having like a gateway into Marvel, it was a way that my roommate and I bonded and it was a way to like, it's how you and I met. So it mm-hmm. was just a really fun time. But I don't know. I just think the movie, the humor was really good. I think the cast was really strong. I think that even though um, Liz was the main love interest and that was like, that was a big part of the story it wasn't the whole focus she was she was an amazing love interest also um and it wasn't like the whole goal was focused on her um I don't know I just really liked it I really liked and I really liked how Tom portrayed Peter Parker because nothing against nothing against Andrew and Toby but they're older and they made their Peter Parker older but he actually was like a high school boy he was awkward he was super nerdy and very like just goofy um I don't know I just really liked the movie I thought it was a really good movie and I thought it was just really funny and very very Gen Z the the humor was very um 
I don't know. It was really good. I don't know. <laughs> I no, just really liked it. I agree. It. And I was watching, like, this video essay, and it was, like, <laughs> it was saying why Homecoming sucks. And I was, like, um, I'm intrigued because when I rewatched it, I was, like, this is actually a good movie. Um, and he was, like, saying, like, oh, like, the consequences, like, it's not as big. And I'm, like, because... And I think you could get away with how big of the stuff that happens in Andrews and Toby's because they look older. I think if Tom's, like, Spider-Man had to go through all the stuff that, like, the other Spider-Mans had to go through, he would have a breakdown because he's actually, like, I believe he's 15. The baby. He's, like, he looks so young in the first movie. He it does. Because he's, he's, like, 19 when he, like, filmed it. But he, like... I'm like, oh my gosh, I believe that this is a child. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think that's what works. Yeah, he was a really believable high schooler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, Laura, who plays uh, Liz Allen, she I think she was probably like Older. 24 or something. And mm-hmm. Jake Batalon and Zendaya were probably like around the same age as Tom. But they all like looked pretty convincing high schoolers. And they yeah. all acted like pretty convincing high schoolers. And people so, of color... They look like younger. Yeah, the high school it, it re- accurately reflected how a high school in Queens, New mm-hmm. York, look. Exactly. And yeah, and I just love I love Marissa Tomei. I love her as uh, Aunt May. I love the concept of May being like a younger, youngerish woman in like her forties instead of a really old lady. Yeah, like she's an aunt. She's not like a grandma. Yeah, she's not his grandma. <laughs> Sorry, if that's no offense, Sally Field, but. Sally Field, I love you, but Marissa Tomei, I love you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Well, oh, man. God. That was a good time, honestly. Yeah, Everything was, was really better. Fun. And the really interesting fun. thing about me and Kara being... Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying my name right, even though we've known each other for almost three years now. Listen, Kara's, name, caught you. Kara's name is spelled like Kara. And no, like, it is not. It's yeah. spelled K-A-R-A. Yeah. Kara would be C-A-R-A. No. Yes. <laughs> I have never heard this pronunciation of your name. Well, you got to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, whenever you would look at your name, I would think someone would think, oh, that's, that's a Kara. Hmm. Well, you'd be wrong. Like, my name is Kari. It's K-A-R. I would say, but yeah, but that's not your full name. That's still how you pronounce it. Still, I would say Karina. I wouldn't. Ew, not... you just exposed me to everyone. I'm, yeah, I did. I'm removing you from this. This is just me a solo podcast, um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting material. Anyways, um, like I was going to say, me and Kara are like the, I feel like we're the only controversial people in the whole like. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Phantom, because we're the, I don't know if you hate this movie, but <laughs> I feel like we're the only people that hate Far From Home. I didn't hate Far From Home, but I was very disappointed, I would say. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, excuse me, um, I remember, like, we were so excited for the movie, and I saw it the day it came out. Like, I was so diligent on avoiding spoilers, mm-hmm. and then I saw it, and I came out, and I was like, what the heck no, <laughs> did yeah. I just watch? No, and, and I think, was- like, also, it was the time before the writing in the film industry was, like, 
clearly going down. So we did mm-hmm. think it was going to be that bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and then, it, well, you also, like, the same director, John Watts, was on it. Everybody, the cast was the same. Jake Gyllenhaal was even in it, which now he's he's kind of canceled because of the <laughs> Taylor Swift thing. But, like, Stream all too well. you know, at the time, Jake Gyllenhaal was it. So it was really exciting to hear about him being Mysterio and, like, how they were going to do that. But I think they just saw the success that homecoming got and they tried way too hard to replicate it like you can't replicate that kind of thing you have to let far from home be its own thing and they were just like no we can we can make it just as funny and it's like no (laughs) you will never get that twice what do you you mean by they try to replicate it I think with just the humor I think they saw how people really enjoyed the gen z humor um and they just really wanted that and they tried to put that in more, but it just didn't really work. And I think the plot with some of the kids getting zapped or whatever they used, blipped. I say zapped. I think oh, blipped, blipped is a dumb word for it. Um, I think that that was like a big, I think the plot holes post uh, Endgame and Infinity War were too big to really kind of gloss over the way they did like I just think they took on way too much and they tried way too hard to make it just as good as the first one it just didn't really work and it's just like different tonally yeah because the whole like point of like homecoming is like he's just a teenager in high school he's just like small kid and then and then homecoming it's so big for him it just it and like I know that like with the context of Endgame he's like been to space and everything and even that I have issues with but it's like it's it's not it's not Spider Man the whole point of Spider Man is he's just a hometown hero he's not like a he's he's broke he he struggles to like pay bills and stuff and then you have this this giant everything. And then they didn't address, like, properly his trauma and his relationship thing. And I'm just like, what is this writing? Yeah, I agree. And also, I think, I know you and I are in agreement about this. The whole uh, Peter MJ Mm. plot, not fans of it. Because in the first movie, Peter has a crush on Liz Allen. And MJ, he kind of doesn't really know her very well. Like, they're just casual school friends and she's like you can tell that she kind of likes him but he doesn't really know her very well and then mm-hmm. at the end of that movie maybe it hints at like them getting to be closer friends and you're like great <laughs> cool Zendaya and then in the second movie far from home he's like I think I'm gonna ask out MJ and you're like wait what <laughs> you don't even know her you yeah. just got turned to dust and now you're back and you're trying to ask out some girl and even Infinity War and Endgame, it's like, she's not even in that. So it's like, where was the setup? Yeah, it was, there was no setup. You're right. There's no setup. There was no chemistry. And I love Tom Holland and I love Zendaya. I think they have really good chemistry together, but we didn't get to see any of that. We just were, they were just kind of like, okay, you just have to believe us. They would look really cute together if they dated. It's yeah. Like, okay. If they really wanted to set up this whole friends to lovers thing that they got going on, they should have made her like more of a friend in homecoming yeah like she didn't even have to be like she's gonna be the love interest like he could still have this big crush on Liz because that's believable like come on yeah that part was really good and believable and just like that first sequence where she's like 
you see her and she's like walking in slow-mo and he's just like looking awestruck he's just at her. staring at her so cute that was so much better than the entirety of the movie cherry <laughs> <laughs> and i really like cherry <laughs> cherry uh, if you want to get me started on some anti-war propaganda <laughs> let's talk about cherry <laughs> okay first of all cherry um i think everyone that obviously i don't think it's a good movie uh because I'm a writer and everything, but um, if you want to enjoy Cherry, you have to watch with me, because I watch it like a rom-com. Um, I got so-and-so to watch it, and they were like, oh my god, this is like a lot, blah, blah, and I was like, oh, I laughed at that part. Um, that was really funny to me. Like, it was so stupid. Just like, yeah, don't take it seriously when you watch it, because um, if you do, yeah. it's a terrible time. <laughs> I think the russo brothers they Sucked. did they write it and direct it or did they just direct it they did both um, right their sisters wrote it and they directed it wow a whole family affair <laughs> um but what was i gonna say um <laughs> wow i just lost my entire train of thought oh yeah and so watching it the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I understand what they're trying to do. They were very much trying to be gritty and edgy and do kind of what like Quentin Tarantino does with his films. There wasn't enough but, beat for that. Yeah, but they're just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. I'm having <laughs> But it's just like, that's Quentin Tarantino. That is his style. You you can't do that. Like, it just, it doesn't work here. Like, I kept saying, thank God the cast was so good because they made that movie way better than it would have been if they hadn't been in it. I think what's so interesting about that is they you have this terrible written movie, um, terrible directed movie, and um, Ciara and Tom are acting their butts off. And watching them perform, I'm like, yeah, I could see, I could believe this if they won an Oscar, which is so interesting because it's like everything else about it is terrible. It's so mm-hmm. bad. That was what really intrigued me about that. Um, and then just, I don't know if it was you that said this, or maybe it was just some video I watched, but the Russos, in every interview, they were like, this is a movie about the opioid uh, epidemic. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's about one guy. <laughs> it's about one guy. I mean, I think it does a good job at showing just how here we go, just how predatory the United States military is mm-hmm. on young kids who are from um, poor, lower economic status neighborhoods who mm-hmm. don't make good grades, who don't really have a clear path in life, who just do it because they don't know their options, you know, and then they send these kids away to Afghanistan. Thank God, not anymore, because we're not in there there anymore. But it just totally messes them up and then dumps them back in America and gives them no help whatsoever. I think they did a good job at just showing how how, that is such a reality for so many young people. But yeah, movie itself, trash. (laughs) No, yeah. And then just like the fact that um, how they they try to make him likable because you want things to go well for him and I started reading the book and honestly it's more interesting that him and his girlfriend are toxic um like both super toxic oh I loved it when Ciara was a bit toxic in it I was like oh my gosh I want to see more of this 
Good for her, as she should. Yeah. Also, because like the only thing I've seen her in is Big Time Rush. So yeah, to go from like, hey, that. Girl. To go from that to her yelling at her husband while she's high, I'm like, yes. Kendall's sister to this? Crazy. Girl boss. Girl boss. She girl boss too close to the sun. A bit too close to the sun. Man. Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal in uh, Far From Home? Sure. I've actually never seen... I realized... That I'd never seen anything of Jake Gyllenhaal's before. I saw Homecoming. Really? Yeah. And then, like, now recently I've seen Zodiac. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, like, it. Interesting. <laughs> what was, like, so, I don't know, big to you, to him being in it? I just remember, well, okay, here's the only thing that I was like, oh, my gosh, he's in this. Because I remember in interviews for Homecoming, Tom was like, I'd really like to work with Jake Gyllenhaal. And yeah, then he's working he with Jake Gyllenhaal. Can you imagine that power? The power he has. Love that for him. Manifest king. What's, like, so um, good? I don't know. Like, you said earlier, like, it was, like, such a big thing, Jake Gyllenhaal being in that. Yeah, I don't know if I can put it into words, but Jake Gyllenhaal, like, he's just a, he's a big movie actor. Like, he's been around for 20 years now. He was in Donnie Darko. He was in Zodiac. He was in Love and Other Drugs. He's been in so many more movies that I'm not remembering right now, but he's just, like, (laughs) such a big, successful actor, and to have him be, and, you know, nothing against Marvel movies. Well, there are a couple things to have against Marvel movies, but a lot. when you hear that, people tend to not take it seriously, you know? Like yeah. the connotation of being in a Marvel movie is like, oh, it's it's like it's just dumb CGI action trash. So for him to for some someone so big like Jake Gyllenhaal, and I also feel like he has not been in a ton of stuff recently, but I could be totally wrong, but it just felt like very who Jake I felt Gyllenhaal? Like a resurgence. Hmm? Are you talking about Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. He was in that really bad Netflix movie. Which one? Um, It's like Copaganda. It's uh, The Guilty. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, I just heard like everyone on TikTok talking about it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Um, um, no, you're right. Uh, I think. So like just like a resurgence. Like he was so big in the 90s and the 2000s. And then, oh, and he was in Brokeback Mountain. I forgot oh, he was yeah. in that. King. Um, and then he kind of, you didn't really hear much about him. And then all of a sudden, he's just in a Marvel movie. So that was really cool. Um, it felt like a big celebrity was being in this, like, smaller movie, which is not really how it was. But that's what it felt like. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It was really cool. It did add some prestige at the time. Yeah, because I think Marvel movies, like, I mean, justifiably so, get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, <laughs> I mean, I, I say justifiably so because it is a franchise and there's only so much, like, good content you can make in a franchise. Um, yeah. And it can be, like, very formulaic. Um, but, yeah, and so to have um, Jake Gyllenhaal, who also has, like, denied several Marvel roles... Just mm, like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then for him to, like, now be in it, it's like, oh, so this is going to be good. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. That means he read the script, looked at the whole thing, and thought it was good enough to sign on. So it's mm-hmm. going to be good. 
And then you're like, oh no, it's not. <laughs> I do think though his character was very well written and like very interesting. Yeah, Mysterio um, was. Cool. I just don't know. I was I was just like just thinking about. I was like, is it is this movie formulaic of the homecoming thing? Because it does have like the same twist, and not that like he trusted Michael Keaton's character, but it's like you know it's like this twist of like I trusted you, um, and now you're you're bullying me. Um, <laughs> that's one word for it <laughs> and honestly actually now that I think about it it kind of makes me think of the first Iron Man movie because mm-hmm. he has yeah, this mentor right. that he trusts and now he's like um betrayed. yeah I actually hate your guts yeah very interesting to draw yeah. that parallel well I, I say this all the time I hate that the Marvel movies turn on my smart writer brain <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's because just like there's so much obviously bad with it that I'm like I could fix this. True, we could. The two of us could single-handedly rewrite all the movies and make them better. Oh my gosh, I just wanna, I wanna start with the Spider-Man franchise in the MCU because No Way Home is gonna be trash. I'm sorry to everyone that's like I'm excited for No Way Home. Um, it's just a bunch of fan service. It's yeah, it is gonna be. It's not gonna be well written. (laughs) No. And if anyone um, generally, like, enjoys No Way Home, like, they think, like, it's a well-written movie, I'm going to judge you so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go into it with a slightly... I don't even know if I'll see it. I probably will. Did you buy tickets? No. Like I said, I didn't even know it was coming out until the other day. And I was like, oh, wow, they're doing press for it so soon? And then I was like, oh, that's because it's coming out next week. Buying tickets apparently was, like, so hard. Really? Yeah, my friend compared it to like, remember when the Harry Potter movies were coming out and like people would like stand in like long, long lines? Of course I do. <laughs> Imagine that, but online. Wow. Yeah, it, um, my friend Liz, um, you remember Liz? I do know Liz. Yeah, uh, she like, it like took her three hours to buy tickets. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. And I'm kind of just, like, not to, like, sound really mean, but I'm, I'm just kind of like, why? I didn't realize you guys wanted to see that so bad. I guess the multiverse, I hope the multiverse, they do it in an interesting way. Oh, yeah. Do you think that Andrew and Toby are actually going to be in it? No, I do not. Why do you not think that? I just don't see, I don't know, I just don't see either of them doing it i don't think andrew would do it i think he probably has too much of a grudge against thank which I don't you for. i've been saying that and everyone's I like i think that he got done friend. so dirty by was it sony yeah and he probably wants nothing to do with it and i think toby aguirre is you know 40 years old and Ancient. is like i do not wish to do this <laughs> sorry yeah also just like even if they were in it what would the plot be like, yeah exactly what like be doing? what how what why also because like um spoiler have you seen venom no oh are you going to um probably not okay spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen venom sorry i recently watched it very good movie if anyone wants to come on and talk about it i would so be down um <laughs> casually dropping hints i want to talk about venom um like eddie brock might be in it so it's like how much oh I do? did see like a clip of Venom looking at Tom Holland's Peter Parker on screen. 
and then licking it. Yeah, and licking it. <laughs> so like, real. <laughs> yeah. So I do know about that. That would be cool. It's like, honestly, at this point, it's turning into Infinity War. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to shove as many people in they can, in in it as they can. <laughs> Does that make sense? Whatever. Yeah. Um, just to distract from bad writing and bad plot. And Infinity War, I don't know how you felt about that. I thought it was terrible. I... <sighs> Infinity War. I did not realize that there were going to be two parts so when it ended with everybody disappearing, I was sh- shocked. I was like, what? what? What's going on? <laughs> like, why isn't this getting resolved? And my, I saw it with my <laughs> the group of my friends. And one of them was like, we have to wait till next year. And I was like, what? <laughs> it just completely took me by surprise. I was like, he, he can't be dead, right? Right? Yeah. I was devastated. Like, I knew this kid. I don't. <laughs> He's fake. I was like, you really brought Peter Parker into the MCU just to murder him? What? Literally. Like, come on now. I think if but they yeah. really wanted all those storylines um, to be included with Infinity War, um, just make a TV show. Yeah. What's your, what is your favorite Marvel movie? Do you have one? Um, yes. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is my favorite. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, best. Um, it's just so it's. I remember. Okay, I watched that movie in theaters, and I had such a good time. Um, and then also, when I watched it, I was like, Taika Waititi can do anything he wants forever. He's hilarious. And and that was just that was the only movie I had seen by him. So same here. I think that was this like really powerful of him. And honestly, I still I still stand by that. I've seen Dojo Rabbit and I've recently seen Boy and I'm like, yeah, he can still do whatever he wants forever. That was the movie I watched. I saw Homecoming and then the next movie I watched after Homecoming was Thor Ragnarok in the theaters. So that was like my first Marvel experience and it was the best one to like introduce me to it, I think, because it was so good. Oh yeah. And Taika did a wonderful job. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Um, not counting Homecoming. I would say Ragnarok has to be up there. Also, The Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, that's really good. I uh, actually, <laughs> last semester was um, hard mentally, and I mm-hmm. rewatched the entire MCU, and then I had a dream about <laughs> Winter Soldier um, that, like, the government like hijacked into my phone and like they were gonna come to kill me and I like woke up and I was like was that real am I gonna die <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah it was a bit terrifying that's fine yeah and, and um no I was gonna say Infinity War Infinity War sucks um <laughs> the Winter Soldier very good very sexy mm-hmm. too just like mm-hmm. filming wise mm-hmm. I think that's where the Russo brothers peaked yeah, I agree. That was their best moment. They should have just stopped there. Did you know the Rooster Brothers did Community? Writ the show? Really? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Because <laughs> my roommate Eva, she was showing me Community, and then we're watching the opening credits, and she's like, wait, wait, <laughs> it's the Rooster Brothers? And I'm like, we need to turn this off right now. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm allergic so, to I'm so anti-Rooster Brothers. And it's like, I could fix them, but I don't want to. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna let them rock. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but when I did, this is all over the place. Um, I just got so excited talking about MCU. Um, but when I did, so I recently rewatched Homecoming. Um, recently, like last year, um, a lot better. Um, that it gave me like a few years to like forget all my grudge against it. So good. And also, I think I did say that if you pause the movie right before Michael Keating opens the door, <laughs> it's a rom com. It's a feel good rom com. Um, just totally, right absolutely. there. Oh, man. Man. That's what like. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just saying, I feel like another thing is that I've seen a lot of people complain about this is that. Peter Parker never gets a chance to kind of do his own standalone thing. Like he has always a male influence over him. Like mm-hmm. in Homecoming, it's Tony. In Far From Home, it's Mysterio. And then it looks like in No Way Home, it's going to be Doctor Strange. I don't care about that but, man. Yeah, me neither. I think in Homecoming, like Tony Stark, his influence is there, but he's not physically really in the movie that much. So it's like everything Peter does, he wants to impress Tony Stark, but he doesn't actively have Tony Stark coaching him and guiding him through everything, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's why it was also so good to me. I just don't remember um, Peter's, like, in other... Um, and I haven't really read the comics, so if this is wrong, um, someone can just call in and tell me to shut up. But... Like, in the other movies, I don't remember Peter's daddy issues being that strong. Correct. <laughs> like, in this one, they're like, oh, he needs a father figure. He needs I know. someone to look up to like that. And I'm like, why? I wish they talked about Uncle Ben more oh, in yeah. these movies. And I, I think somebody a few years ago asked me who I thought would be the perfect Uncle Ben. And my brain was like timothy oliphant and i think that's the best idea i've ever had timothy oliphant is so perfect (laughs) he is the right age he's like 50 i think so he's he's a good age he's very very handsome but in a very like american rugged way like if you've seen this show justified where he plays um an fbi i want to see he was a bounty hunter oh that's gonna bother me (laughs) um maybe he was a bounty hunter he was an fbi agent um in kentucky and he wore a cowboy hat (laughs) hang on i'm looking up what he what his official title was i've only seen him in santa Clarita diet where he like plays the panic he's a marshal u.s marshal but yeah, he's really good in Santa Clarita Diet as Drew Barrymore's husband, and he would just be perfect being married to Marissa Tomei. Yeah, like, I do think um, this also would just be my bias, but like the Uncle Ben and Andrews um, movies is just so good. He, who is he? Oh my gosh, I don't know the actor. Um, you really need to watch at least the first Amazing Spider-Man. I do and I like I like I don't have a problem with Emma Stone so I don't know why I um, well now I think you do 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Well, because I know that some people really don't like her, but I who I Martin she's... Sheen was um, Ben Parker. He's um he's in oh Martin Sheen. Uh, what's that TV show I watch? Um, the one Grace with, and Frankie. Um, Grace and Frankie, where their husbands are like, yeah, I'm Martin gay. Sheen. I know who that is. I like him. That's um, funny. Yeah, he plays this like really calm, like Uncle Ben character, and I think that's like perfect. Um. Yeah. Okay, so there is seven minutes left of the show. Is there any last remarks you wanna make about? just anything I don't know I like I feel like we covered a lot of things um I basically just really miss the homecoming era of the Marvel um yeah Marvel Cinematic Universe because it was just such a fun time and I feel like the fandom was really fun too everybody just there was so much content um and that's how we met and it was just a fun time oh yeah so good also i just remember watching that and like thinking oh john watts i trust you and then he he let us down (laughs) he ruined it john watts you could do better john watts hire me (laughs) i know hire us we'd be so good we are practiced in this hilarious um yeah so five minutes after the show i hate how little time (laughs) i know that like it's so bad those like three hour podcasts where they talk about nothing but honestly kind of jealous that like they get paid to talk about nothing um but my show has to actually be good sorry um i have fun so i think this is actually a very good time length although actually no i don't know i think this was fun (laughs) i wish i had like um i know i don't know 10 more minutes but yeah maybe like a full hour would be fun it is what it is um so this is the last show of the semester (gasps) and i'm featured fun yeah um this is a lot of fun i anyone who's listening you should really sign up to be on the show um i think i'll be here during interterm so we could do that um and good luck with finals everyone good luck with finals god i don't miss that I just, I just can't wait for it to just be over and to, like, go home and to, like, just eat warm food. That's, that's what I want. Um, Did you eat garlic knots last night? I didn't. It was, like, no. it was, like, oh, I don't really want to order that. I'm disappointed. It's going to be, like, $10 by the time. It's just, like, I don't think it would be solid if I had a car, but, yeah. Mm, fair. fair enough, fair enough. Um, I don't know what else I'd want to say, because you don't really have anything to promote, do you? No, I don't. (laughs) Oh, I had a question for you, actually. Sure. So you're a journalist. Yes. Do you want to do, like, journalism where, like, you publish stuff? No. Well, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wanted to. I was a journalism major in college. I joined the news department, and I have, like, I have technically stuff published like and I've written freelance work so I have stuff published in like magazines and some newspapers and blah 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 um and that was just from my freelance stuff but kind of halfway through my junior year of college I just became really disenchanted with journalism and I was like 
I'm just not, I just don't have that kind of personality. Like I cannot work myself to the bone. I'm really good with deadlines, but other than that, I cannot work myself to the bone. I cannot bother people for source to be sources. I can't, I can't do any of that. I'm just not that like intense. You could so, do entertainment journalism where you just interview like Tom Holland. I would have liked to have done music journalism. I love music um, and I'm really into that kind of thing. And I, I think I know a lot about a lot of different artists, but that's such a hard industry to break into. And the journalism department at my school was very news focused. They did not have any other kinds of journalists teaching us. Um, so I switched to communications and now I work in advertising and I really like it. So it's no big deal. Oh, but yeah, that's all that's that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a great way to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So guys have a great break. Uh, good luck with finals and happy winter. <laughs> I happy winter. Yeah. I feel weird. I don't know what to say. Um, I usually promote. Oh yeah. Just, uh, follow us on heavy.detail and fill out the form in the bio this is yeah, a lot of fun. It's literally, like, so loose. It's just, like, me hang- It's just an excuse for me to hang out with my friends. Just be like, hey, guys, um, it's just recording, uh, but we're actually just hanging out. Yeah, this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's it. Bye. Bye.